that really in the Bible? You live in a world where everyone has an opinion about the Bible. Of what values are your beliefs if they are not clearly found in the pages of your Bible? The question we must ask is, are your opinions and beliefs really found in the Bible? Well, hello, I'm David Freeman Webb. Is that really in the Bible? I want to talk about a birthright nation, and that is the United States of America. If I were to ask the question, how would you find America in Bible prophecy, in biblical prophecy? Can you find America in the Bible? Is America named or listed? Well, I believe that actually it is. You just have to know where to look for it. Now, it starts out with, uh, well, it starts with Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel. Israel had 12 sons, and those 12 sons became the 12 tribes of Israel. Now, also, one of those sons was named Joseph, and Joseph had two more sons called Ephraim and Manasseh. Now, I actually believe that America is Manasseh, and Great Britain is Ephraim, if we were to talk, identify America in biblical prophecy. In other words, we are descendants from the 12 tribes of Israel. Now, when people think of Israel, they think about that little place over in the you know, desert over there where everybody's always fighting and they're being threatened and all that. But we forget that, that Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel, had 12 sons, and those 12 sons became the 12 tribes of Israel, and they were dispersed, spread out through all the world, those 12 different tribes. Now, some of those tribes, like if I mentioned Judah, we would immediately know I'm talking about the Jews. Well, that's one tribe. What about the others? So, and in other words, you don't have to believe this, but consider, consider what I'm saying. When George Washington was inaugurated, he had his hand on the Bible. Not only did he have his hand on the Bible, the Bible was open. Not only was it open, it was open to a specific scripture in the Bible. And that scripture has to do with the birthright blessing that was passed on to Joseph. Joseph's two boys was Ephraim and Manasseh. Great Britain and America in biblical prophecy. Okay, let's take a look at this scripture that George Washington's hand was on. It's in Genesis 49 and verse 22. It says, Joseph is a fruitful bough, even a fruitful bough by well, whose branches run over the wall. The archers have sorely grieved him and shot at him and hated him. Yes, America is hated. But his bow abides in strength, and the arms of his hand were made strong by the hand of the mighty God of Jacob. From thence is the shepherd the stone of Israel. Continuing on in verse 25, Even by the God of thy father who shall help thee, and by the Almighty who shall bless thee with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lie under, blessings of the breast and of the womb. Now, if you look at and study these birthright blessings that were passed on to these two, these, to Joseph and then these two boys, Ephraim and Manasseh, 
They were incredible blessings. I mean, blessings beyond anything that we can comprehend. And I mean, while we're dealing with the subject of America, I mean, think about it. Where do you think America's blessings, where did they come from? Where do you think they came from? Do you think that these blessings that we have today came from our goodness? Well, today, America is the largest exporter of pornography. No, it didn't come from our goodness. Do you think it came because we deserve it as a nation? Uh, what's, what's the statistic? 50 million abortions? No, it didn't come because we deserve it. Do you think we stole these blessings from other nations like Africa and India? No, no, we didn't, didn't steal them from anybody. We sure didn't steal it from Africa or India or anything like that. So where do you think we, we got our blessings from? Again, George Washington, in his inauguration, his hand was on the Bible to the birthright blessing that was passed on to Joseph. I mean, these men back then, they were not playing church. They were not playing church. They were not going through some kind of religious you know, backstroke of just religious experiment or anything like that. They were not playing church. They were looking for the promised land. They were looking for freedom. Freedom. And that's something today I don't think we value very much at all. You know, instead of freedom, you know what we want today? We want, we want free things, don't we? Yeah, give, give me more free things. Give me more free toys. Take care of me. We have become a dependent nation. We don't want freedom, we just want free things. Now, look at what the scripture says about us. Ezekiel 18 and verse 31. It says, cast away from you all your transgressions. That's what God says to us. Wherefore have you transgressed and make you a new heart and a new spirit? For why will you die, O house of Israel? And again, when we think about Israel, we just think about that little spot over there in the desert, you know, Israel, and that's all we think about. And we forget, wait a minute, Jacob's name was changed to Israel. Israel had 12 sons that became the 12 tribes of Israel. Uh, one of those sons was Joseph, and Joseph had Ephraim and Manasseh, and the birthright blessing was passed on to them. We forget that. Now, if you were to ask, well, what is the greatest nation on planet Earth? Well, I mean, I think you would have to you know, I mean, even the most dense person would come up with, oh, well, I think the United States fits into that category. I really do. How did it happen is my question. How did we become so blessed as a nation, especially when you compare it to other nations? You know, when you compare it to others, you got to ask the question. I mean, I mean, how did we get here? How did we get there? Notice the warning in Deuteronomy 8 and verse 10. It says, when you have eaten and are full, then you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given thee. Yeah, when you eat and you're full, what you're supposed to do is bless God. Thank God for your blessings. Thank God that we live in the United States of America and that we have been blessed. Oh, but it's not so, is it? It's not so. We don't always bless God, do we? Uh, did you know that 
uh, Kane, Governor Kane, actually told the state police chaplains that they could not pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Not, I'm not t making this stuff up. He told the Virginia State Police chaplains that they couldn't pray in the name, you can't pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, I bet I can't. Oh, I tell you what I'd like to tell him. I mean, well, maybe, I, you know, it has something to do with an area where the sun doesn't shine. Oh, man, you can't pray in the name of Jesus Christ. I tell you, what are we coming, what have we become as a nation? This scripture says, when you have eaten and are full, you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given thee. Yeah, prayer's been taken out of our school. You know, the mindset today, a lot of people have this mindset. Well, you know, we don't mind you being religious. We don't mind you going to church. We don't mind you studying the Bible as long as you keep it in your personal life. That is the mindset today. As long as you just stay in your little glass cathedral and you don't condemn anything, you don't tell anybody that well, homosexuality is wrong, you don't tell anybody that lying is wrong, you don't tell anybody that well, you just stole you know, so many billions of dollars, that's wrong. You don't do anything. You, know, you don't tell that sin is sin, you know, adultery, people shacking up, whatever. You don't speak out against that. You just keep your religion behind your glass cathedral and you never let it get out of your personal life. And a lot of people don't mind if you do that. They would be totally content if religious people would just do that and not voice their opinion about anything and not condemn the way other people are living. They don't like that. They don't like it when you speak out against sin. Not at all. Well, let's continue on Deuteronomy 8 and verse 11. He says, Beware that you forget not the Lord your God in keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command you this day. I mean, we're talking about the blessing that has been passed down. We're talking about a birthright blessing that has been passed on to America. That's what we're talking about. And he says, Beware lest you forget the Lord your God in not keeping his commandments and judgments and statutes which I command you this day. Today in America, adultery is the hallmark sin of America. We are the greatest exporters of pornography in America. Child porn is the fastest growing form of pornography on the internet. Kitty porn, child pornography, whatever you call it, is the fastest growing form of pornography on the internet. That's, this is the world in which you and I live. Every single day, more than 3,000 American babies are killed by abortion. And this verse says, Beware that you forget not the Lord your God by not keeping His commandments. Verse 12, Lest when you have eaten and are full and have built goodly houses, and dwell therein. Oh, oh boy, tell me about it. Tell me about it. I do construction work and we've been in business a long time doing masonry, putting rock on people's foundations. And there's a little subdivision right up in Roanoke that we, we started 
probably 30 years ago. And you can go to that subdivision. It starts out with little homes about yay big. I mean, they're not little homes, and they're nice homes. But then you can sort of go through the 70s. You can see the 70s home. Then you go up to the 80s homes, and then the 90s. And they just get bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, it's, it's amazing just to drive to that subdivision and just see how it started out in the 70s, and now they, and then the 80s, and then 90s, and then 2000. And now these huge, massive homes, you wonder why does anybody need that much room? Well, this verse says, look, when you have eaten and are full, and boy, Americans are full, just to take a look at obesity in America, and you built goodly houses, and you gotta have an elevator to carry you up and down in and dwell therein. When your herds and your flocks have multiplied and your silver and your gold is multiplied and all that you have is multiplied. Yeah, when you're stinking rich as a nation. Well, a lot of people don't even know when they're stinking rich, but that's too bad. I mean, if you've got energy slaves for working for you, you're rich, okay? Energy slaves, that thing, you know, that heats up your stove, and that's an energy slave. That cools your home, that's an energy slave. That runs your TV. And if you've got horsepower slaves working for you, that carry you to and fro down the road, and I mean, suppose you had to walk to work, you know. I mean, if you've got horsepower slaves and you've got energy slaves working for you, you're not poor, you're rich. <clears throat> okay, let's continue on, verse 14. Deuteronomy 8 and verse 14. Then your heart be lifted up, and you forget the Lord your God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Yes, from the house of bondage. And we are about to return to the house of bondage. And you can put that in your pipe and smoke it because we no longer value freedom. We just want free things. Yes, we just want free things. Okay, Deuteronomy 8 and verse 17. Deuteronomy 8 and verse 17. And you say in your heart, now notice this, you say in your heart, my power and my might, the might of my hand has gotten me this wealth. But you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he that gives thee power to, give, to get wealth. You know, it's sad. It's really, it really is sad that most people believe they are so ignorant they believe that they're just entitled to everything that America has. I mean, I'm just entitled to all of this. You know, just because you were born in America doesn't mean that you, you're entitled to all of this. You know, it's like, I deserve the, the three-car garage. I deserve the BMW. I deserve this jewelry and fine clothing. And, and, and let me tell you what you deserve. You deserve death. The wages of sin is death. That's where you start if you want to enter into a relationship with God. You start with what you really deserve. The wages of sin is death. That's where you start. You don't start with the blessings. The blessings will come if you face this reality first. That what you deserve right now is death. Now once you deal with that through accepting Christ as your personal Savior, once you deal with that by baptism, Water baptism, being immersed into water. Once you deal with that, you repent of your sin, you accept Christ as your personal Savior, and you receive, by the laying on of hands, the Holy Spirit of God, and a new creature in Christ starts to develop. And you start the process, for the first time, of conversion, and conversion is a lifelong process. You know, 
I'm, I'm 50 years old. I'm just getting started, really, at conversion. Just working my way toward it. Working, climbing, climbing, climbing. It's a process that goes on until the day you die, conversion is. But once you do that, then we can talk about blessings. Yeah, we can talk. God wants to bless you. He said he will pour out. All these blessings will overcome and take thee over. Yes, God does want to bless you. But it is conditional, you know. If you will hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God. If. The biggest two-letter word in the English language is if. If you will hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God. And you know, there are all kinds of ministries out there that preach this false gospel that God is just a blessing machine. He just wants to bless everybody. He's just blessing, 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 blessing. No, there's a little bit more to it than that. It's not just bless it's not blessings first. There is the condition first of if you will accept me and my ways, then I will bless you. Okay, let's continue on in verse 19. Deuteronomy 8 and verse 19, and it shall be that if thou do all forget the Lord your God and walk after other gods and serve them and worship them, I testify against you this day that you shall surely perish as the nations which the Lord your Lord destroyed before your face, so shall you perish because you would not be obedient, underline that, obedient unto the voice of the Lord your God. You won't, you won't obey me? God says, I'll destroy you. I can give you blessings. Oh yeah. I can give you blessings and I can take them away and destroy you because you would not be obedient unto the voice of the Lord your God. And you know, there are preachers today that say things like, well, Christ fulfilled the law. Christ did away with the law. Christ nailed the law to the cross. The law has been abolished. Nonsense. Nonsense. The law has not been fulfilled. The law has not been abolished. Heaven and earth has not passed away yet. Have you noticed that? Have you stuck your head outside the window and realized heaven and earth has not passed away yet? <coughs> Therefore, the law has not been fulfilled. Because <coughs> we're still here. We're still here. And this condition here, because you would not obey the voice of the Lord your God, you would not be obedient to the voice of the Lord your God, you know, the greatest contributor to the downfall of this nation is religious pablum being preached from the pulpit. I'm convinced of that. That the greatest contributor to the downfall of this nation is religious pablum being preached, baby food, being pre preached from the pulpit. You know, I don't know if you've noticed it, but when you listen to most preachers, they really, you know, when it's all said and done, they haven't said anything. They have not brought you to a point of making a decision. You know, I, I, at least I try to bring you to a point you can reject it or accept it, what I'm saying. The choice is yours. But most of the stuff I see, it's just so much pablum. It's a waste of energy and time. I was at the Feast of Tabernacles, just got back from the Feast of Tabernacles at Myrtle Beach. It's a wonderful experience. If you've never kept the feast, if you don't know anything about that, shame on you. You need to get educated about what your Bible says about these holy days. They are appointments with God, the Feast of Tabernacles. They're in your Bible. They're the Feast of Jehovah. Does that ring a bell? Feast of Jehovah? Yeah, okay. 
Yeah. Well, I just got back from the feast, and while I was down there, I was walking on the beach in the morning. There's a black lady in front of me. She had on this shirt, this orange shirt, and, it, and in big letters in the back, it said, don't go to church. And I thought, now, wait a minute. This is something else. I mean, what is this? And it was smaller words below that, and I couldn't, I couldn't see them. So I sped up, walked a little bit quicker. You know, I had to speed up, get, get closer to her. Anyway, the, the, the big letters that said, don't go to church. And below it said, be the church. Be the church. And you know, I love that. I see a lot of people going to church. And that's about as deep as it gets. They just go to church. Go to church. You know, America has a great birthright. It is the birthright nation. And something I didn't tell you, I've left this, I left actually the beginning part of the story about out. At the very beginning, Esau sold his birthright to Jacob. And of course, Jacob is the one his name changed to Israel. He had the 12 sons, the 12 tribes of Israel, and the Joseph's two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh. Uh, <clears throat> Manasseh being the United States, and Ephraim, Great Britain. But uh, Esau sold his birthright to Jacob. And Esau, he, he sold his birthright for a pot of soup. It's a fascinating story. I mean, it's, it's, he was hungry, uh, Esau was. And he, he said, sell me, you know, uh, Jacob said, sell me your birthright this day. And he said, what good is this birthright to me? I know it's no good. He didn't value, he despised his birthright. And he wanted Jacob to do for him what he could have done for himself. There is no implication in this story that Esau was, I know he said he was at the point of death, but that's a figure of speech. You know, he was still standing. He was still talking. Esau could have gone out there and got himself something to eat. He was not about to croak. But he wanted Jacob to do for him what he could have done for himself. He could have gone out there and got himself something to eat. Does that ring a bell? He wanted Jacob to do for him what he could have done for himself. And I see a country where we want the government to do for us what we should be doing for ourselves. First thing you can do is get off your butt and get a job. Start working. You know, that's the first thing you start doing. Birthright nation. America has a birthright and it's incredible blessings. That's how we got our blessings, by the way, because we are that birthright nation. And these blessings have just fallen upon us as a nation. And I admit our forefathers, I think they were men of God. I think they were sincere. I think they, they understood some of these prophecies. I think they understood what a relationship with God was really all about that there was obedience, and they looked to God as the great giver of blessings. And they understood a little bit about surrender to God. I think they look, I, I know they, they had a closer relationship with God than most, you know, religious people do today, our forefathers. But, uh, you know, that, that, they were, that they were men of God. Now, you may not understand or believe all this about America being a birthright nation, but I want you to consider this one verse as we conclude here in Galatians 3 and verse 29. It says this, it says, If you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed 
and heirs according to the promise. Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Jacob whose name was changed to Israel, the 12 tribes of Israel, all the birthright blessings was passed on. And I think they've been passed on to America. And so here we are. And America stands on the brink. We stand on the brink of selling our birthright. Yeah, we do. You, you know that, don't you? We stand on the brink of selling our birthright for a socialistic, communist, Marxist form of government. We are willing to give up our freedom for free things. And that's what's really in your Bible. Statistics say that 84% of Americans believe in the divinity of Jesus Christ, and 74% confess commitment to Him. Yet America continues the downward spiral towards corruption and immorality. Why has Christianity not worked? With each generation, we seem to go deeper and deeper into the sins that plague our society. In this publication, you will find many articles that will clearly answer the question, why religion will not save America. In the end, you may not like the answer, but the answer has always been there in the pages of your Bible. Order your free copy of Will Religion Save America? Order by writing to Church of God Rocky Mount, 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia, 24151. That's Church of God Rocky Mount, 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia. 24151. If you would like a free DVD recording of this program that you can share with friends and loved ones, write to Church of God Rocky Mount, 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia, 24151. That's Church of God Rocky Mount, 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia, 24151. And be sure to mention the title of this program. This program has been paid for by the tithes and offerings of the Church of God Rocky Mount and friends of this ministry. If you have been challenged by listening to this program, then consider that a great blessing. You can visit us on the web at isthatreallyinthebible.net. It is the support of people like you that make this ministry possible. If you have been blessed by this understanding given to you today, then consider making a donation by writing to Church of God Rocky Mount, 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia, 24151. That's Church of God Rocky Mount, 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia, 24151.